Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Bo Brock still on his Hawaiian vacation. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. You can listen to me on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix 1 to 4 on the Freaks Monday through Friday. So, legal tampering time has begun. And for those that don't, it's an oxymoron. Okay. Tampering, the definition of tamper is to interfere with something in order to cause damage or make unauthorized alterations, meaning signing or trading players. You can't just put legal in front of something and make it rational and make it make sense. Just say, yo, free agency started, man, let's go. That's pretty much what's happened right now because nothing is technically able to happen until the 13th, but we're in the legal tampering 48-hour zone. Skittily do. There are a couple things the Cardinals have done uh, that you know are, are of interest to me, and not necessarily for positive reasons, but one that pretty much just happened. They've finally cut Jermaine Gresham. Holy cannoli! For those that don't know, Jermaine Gresham, you know, he came over a few years ago, highly touted, and you know he was supposed to be this blocking tight end who could catch the ball. You know, he played in, in Cincinnati forever, came over in 2015. He's never had more than 37 catches, never more than two touchdowns. I just, I, I don't understand. Okay. And then in 2017, Steve Kime, this is going to be the overall theme of this podcast. Steve Kime decided to throw four years, 28 mil with 13, 16 and a half guaranteed at him. In a time when the Cardinals needed money and needed to bring people in, because he took no money the year before, pretty much, Steve Kime said, thank you, here's $16.5 million for your services. This dude can't catch the ball. This dude gets worse uh, 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 personal foul penalties, holding penalties, in timely situations than anybody, any player I've ever seen ever covered. It's like every time the Cardinals need a first down on third and 15, it seems like Jermaine Gresham would cause a personal foul call across the field after, after the Cardinals gained 25 yards and put themselves in scoring position. Just seemed like to happen over and over and over again. The overwhelming theme here is that's another bad contract by Steve Kime. $25 million, 16 and a half of which were guaranteed, were given away to somebody that didn't deserve it. Just giving away. That's a lot of cheese to give to somebody that legitimately had no positive impact on this team. He's a good locker room guy. Cool. There are cheaper options for that. It just it goes back to my thought of Teron Matthew. When he signed a five-year $62.5 million extension with $40 million in guarantees. That was in 2016. Where did he play last year? Oh, that's right. He played with Houston because they went to him and asked him to restructure his deal, and he wouldn't. It's not his fault that they gave him too much money. The dude couldn't stay on the field, whether it be knee injuries or otherwise. But they thought it was a great idea to give him all that kind of money, and whoops, didn't work out. They wouldn't let him. He didn't want to restructure, and there you go, Cardinals. So that's where we are. And it's an interesting time right now because when it comes to free agency coming up in a couple days, the biggest issue that Bo, I'll speak for Bo, and I have, is Steve Kime's ability to make numbers work and judge talent that would benefit this team positively, whether it be offensive or defensive players. Like, for example, 
I, I'm just going to pull something out. There's This has no relation. I've, I haven't had any inside source tell me anything regarding this player. Say Golden Tate wanted to come and play for the Cardinals, wanted to play wide receiver for the Cardinals, what the Cardinals would desperately need. If Steve Keim offered the dude, you know, three-year, $45 million with $18 million guaranteed, it's like, what are you doing? Just because you have the money doesn't mean you have to spend it on the first guy that wants to come here. So when it comes to money and paying players, Steve Kime, especially ones that were his idea that he brought in or drafted, seems to overpay him. So that's why a little tentative regarding trusting Steve Kime. Alex Clancy here, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. On to on Wednesday, when this starts, there are so many names that have come out this uh, this weekend and a little bit earlier last week for teams that you know are going to cut these guys. C.J. Mosley not going to be brought back to the Ravens. Terrell Suggs not going to be brought back to the Ravens. I know he's old. I mean, I think what is he thirty five, thirty six. Justin Houston, interesting one from. The Chiefs, guy that got a lot of money in the contract, $100 million, but the guarantees, boom, you know, not as much. They cut him because he wasn't worth, I think it was 15 mil he was going to make there this year, between 10 and 15 mil. He's a guy. Safeties up the wazoo. Earl Thomas, Jaleel Adai. Chargers said they weren't going to bring back. Multiple guys. If you want to build a winning franchise... You cannot just give the first guy that comes in all the money. And, okay, I mean, this is the time where, you know what, we'll talk about this on the other side about how I was wrong. How about that? People love talking about that. We'll talk about that. Alex Clancy here, Bo Brock out for the next couple days. Locked on Cardinals. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AC Cards. If you love, hate this podcast, you still listen, leave reviews on the podcast page for iTunes. Want to get your feedback. Reach out to me on Twitter. I, I want to know. I want to know what you like. I want to know what you don't like. Please, let me know. Because we're here for you. We're here to give insider info. We're here to give our opinions. And although they differ at times... Bo and I seem to build a pretty good rapport here, and we want to be able to give you our insight, give you our opinions, and prognosticate on the future for the Arizona Cardinals. So I was wrong. I, I put out a thing on the iHeartRadio, uh, uh, on the sorry, on the Fox Sports 910 page, Antonio Brown for Josh Rosen, question mark. And let me just clarify, because I got ripped by Pittsburgh Steelers fans on Twitter. I wasn't saying that it was a good idea. I was just saying that if the Cardinals do in fact want to draft Kyler Murray at number one and say they're going to draft him, both of the trade stock, both of the trade stocks for Antonio Brown and Josh Rosen have been plummeting for varying reasons. One, because Antonio Brown said he wanted guaranteed money. More. Two, because if the Cardinals draft Kyler Murray, the drafts the trade stock for Josh Rosen is less because he's obviously not going to be the starting quarterback. So I said that it would benefit both teams, and that's the most they would get for each of their respective players, which is obviously proved to be true when the car, when the, the Raiders gave a third and a fifth for Antonio Brown. Just saying. 
Wasn't saying it was a good idea. I was just saying that both teams would benefit greatly compared to what you know the market called for for both of their players. And I was right in that regard. Antonio Brown to the Raiders. Uh, Trent Brown to the Raiders this for $66 million. Highest paid left tackle offensive lineman in NFL history coming over from the Patriots. I mean, this is the time before, you know, free agency even starts where the legal tampering BS has, has begun. You're already starting to see the heavy hitters make moves. You're already starting to see the Patriots make moves. It's like immediately. They won the Super Bowl last year. They're already starting to tinker with their off with their lineup. Michael Bennett traded from Philly from Philly to the Patriots. Olivier Vernon on the move. I mean, there's guys that this is the thing now. Olivier Vernon is now with Cleveland. There are teams that are making moves already, and the Cardinals really haven't done a whole lot. You know, they signed Robert Alford, good. But, I mean, he's not a huge name. He was cost-effective with the under 15 mil guaranteed that he got. You know, I mean, there just haven't been – they've cut some guys. I mean, in, uh, Deion Buchanan's already starting to get some looks elsewhere. Giants came out today. James Betcher likes him. Obviously, he was a defensive coordinator here when Deion was drafted, or when Deion was with the team. The Cardinals don't have their name around a whole lot of free agents. So, yes, it's exciting that the Cardinals are like, ooh, they could take Kyler Murray. Cool, because they have the number one overall pick. It's not like Kyler Murray's a free agent. He wants to come here. That's the allure of having the number one overall pick. But the traction isn't really there. They're just kind of spinning their tires in the same spot, burning rubber. They do have money to spend, but they don't have top eight money, free agency money to spend. Colts, over 100 mil to spend. And they had a great defense last year. They're a team that could land Le'Veon Bell. They're a team that could, you know, land, who knows, C.J. Mosley. It, it, it depends on if you, they just want to double down for the, you know, the next four or five years and just take everybody they could because they have all the money. The Cardinals have just under $40 million to spend still, which is a lot, but it's not, comparatively speaking. They have two and a half times more in in, uh, Indy. There's not a whole lot of traction. And this is kind of, I I don't know. I mean, this is where Steve Keim, this is where he needs to shine, is what I'm trying to say. He's done fine so far. These are little... You're on the putting green. Those were the warm-up putts from two feet. Steve Kime has made his warm-up putts. He hasn't lipped out any. That's all. Cutting Jermaine Gresham. Okay. You shouldn't have given him that money to begin with. But it saves 8 mil on the cap. Cut Antoine Bethay. A little bit older. Fine. I just don't... I don't know what the next move is. Because from what we've heard, with all of the insight these insiders have, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, etc., is if your team is in the running for somebody, we'll know about it. There's nothing you can keep under wraps anymore. They have ears and eyes everywhere. Raiders, first team to come out when this whole thing started about a trade about a trade partner. 
Raiders were there. The Cardinals haven't been linked to anybody. Well, legal tampering just started, so how? We'll know. They know the loopholes. Teams know the loopholes to get around, to be able to talk to people, even though they're not technically able to yet. Alex Clancy here on the other side. I'll talk about who the Cardinals need to go after. I mean, this is a time where if you want to draft Kyler Murray, these are the players you go after. I'll talk to you about it next. Locked on Cardinals. Wrap it up here. Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Bo Brock still on his Hawaiian vacation eating loco moco, enjoying himself, being fat and happy on the beach, drinking cocktails, you know, Umbrella's in it, and I'm here working like a gentleman. If you want to draft Kyler Murray, you go after C.J. Mosley. If you want to draft Kyler Murray, you go after Justin Houston. Because remember, you can't have Kyler Murray and Nick Bosa. You need to go find linebackers in a somewhat heavy linebacking free agency. And what I mean by heavy is top-heavy studs that are still in the peak of their career. I wouldn't be upset if they went and gave all the money to C.J. Mosley. I wouldn't be upset about it because at least you have a guy. You have a guy that you can bank on to be your mic on defense. There was a report that came out that said the Cardinals would potentially sign Terrell Suggs and C.J. Mosley. If you want an anchor for your defense, those two guys know each other better than most. And Terrell Suggs has the ASU connection. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. But if if history shows anything, the Cardinals would sign Terrell Suggs and not C.J. Mosley. And they'd probably give Terrell Suggs too much money. I mean, that's that's what we've seen in the past, especially bringing Carlos Dansby back, although he was effective for the second time after leaving in between, came back, paid him some money. But if you want to draft Kyler Murray, you need to bring in some linebackers. You need to bring in an edge rusher. You need something to take the place for Nick Bosa, who you should be drafting to begin with. Just what it is. You need to bring in an interior defensive lineman. You just got to do it. So, listen. Legal tampering has started throughout the week. We will find out more information. There's not a whole lot aside from the cutting of Jermaine Gresham that we know as of today. But it's only going to get better or worse, depending on what Steve Kime does or doesn't do. Talk to you tomorrow. Locked on Cardinals.